Quick Dvar Torah of the week. This week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayishlach, Yaakov prepares for his inevitable confrontation with Esav. In fact, Chazal tell us that we learn how to prepare for war from Yaakov Avinu. That first we offer gifts and appeasement to try to avoid war. We also daven to Hashem, and then we prepare ourselves for battle. When preparing himself for battle, Yaakov divided everyone into two camps. He said, that if Esav comes and strikes down one camp, while they're fighting, the other camp will have time to escape, thereby ensuring the continuity of Yaakov's family. However, when Yaakov and Esav finally did come face to face, we find that Yaakov's whole family was together, and they all bowed before Esav. Yaakov did not know if Esav was going to attack him or not, so what happened to his whole plan of dividing everyone into two camps to allow one camp to escape if needed? What changed? So to understand this, we first have to understand the next part of the Parsha. The Torah tells us how Yaakov went back to get some small vessels he left behind, and he wrestled all night with the Sarsha Esav, Esav's guardian angel, so to speak. The angel saw he was unable to best Yaakov, so he hit him on the hip, dislocating it and hurting his sciatic nerve, the Gid HaNasha. Yaakov persevered and forced the angel to bless him, and when the sun rose the next day, Yaakov's wound healed. However, the Torah says that that is why we cannot eat from the Gid HaNasha until this day. Which begs the question, why would the result of that story be that we cannot eat the Gid HaNasha? How is that reciprocal of what the events that actually occurred? So there are several answers given. The Chizkuni says that the prohibition against eating the Gid Nasha is to remind us about the importance of Levia, of accompanying someone on their journey. Some of the Shvatim were older and they were very strong. Had they accompanied Yaakov to go get the vessels, he never would have had the issue of being attacked. However, the Sefer HaChinuch gives a beautiful explanation behind the prohibition against eating the Git HaNasha. He says that it's to serve a reminder to the Jewish people at all times that no matter what the Esavs of the world try to do to us, no matter how they may actually fight us and hurt us, the Jewish people will always persevere in the end and will emerge victorious through the ultimate coming of Mashiach. That is why we cannot eat the Git HaNasha to always remind us of this important reality of the Jewish people. Now we can understand why in the end Yaakov did not split his family into two camps. In the beginning he was worried that if everyone else stayed together, Esav might kill them all, thereby not leaving anyone behind to continue the Jewish nation. But after Yaakov fought with the Sarshal Esav, got wounded but ultimately emerged victorious, and even received an additional blessing, he learned the precious fact that no matter what happens, no matter how dire the situation, the Jewish people will always survive. Therefore, there's no longer any reason to divide up his family into two camps. And in fact, doing so might even seem like a lack of faith. The takeaway for us is how often we look at the current statistics or at the news and feel down and bleak. Just a mere seven decades after the Holocaust, once again, anti-Semitism is on the rise worldwide. Israel is constantly under attack by enemies near and far seeking to destroy it. Intermarriage and assimilation is rampant and getting worse. 
You might not fault someone for feeling down and dejected about the outlook of the future of the Jewish people. Says the Torah that the Gid Nasha is forbidden. Such an outlook is contrary to the promise Hashem made us that no matter what, Am Yisrael Chai, and we will always come out victorious in the end. Have a good Shabbos.